time to get extreme with ReCW. Hello and welcome back to ReCW, your weekly stroll into the world of Extreme. From episode 1 all the way to 401 this week, we're looking at episode 86 of Hardcore TV. You've got myself, Paul, and I am joined by Jay this week. How are you doing, Jay? Um, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm, there's a lot to talk about. There is. We are a griff down. Yes. Rumors. Rumors he's gone to AEW, but we'll worry about that in 25 years. Um, I heard that he's gone to a, uh, secretly gone to a review of WCW podcast to call out Dick Flair. But after that, he will never say his name again. (laughs) Until a couple of seconds later. Yeah. Um, So the show starts off with highlights of what happened. Um, Last week, sort of before and during, we had Shane Douglas, obviously mystery partner Brian Pillman. If they didn't like it, they'd get a refund. Versus Ron Simmons and Two Cold Scorpio. Obviously, did you did you get your refund? Does that come through? <laughs> it's apparently they said they're good for it, and it's it's coming. Uh, they promised me a check. Oh, so that's nice. That is good. Um, in fact, I can hear a boinging sound in the background, so it might be here soon. <laughs> uh, also, we obviously showed Sherry costing the match and. Obviously, the the power driver heard around the world and the attack on Dick Flair again, which was devastating. Uh, yeah, which took us to a lovely backstage segment with the one and only Shane Douglas standing in the showers, fully dressed, alone. Now, was that the showers? I thought it was. Or was that the Holy of Holies? The, the place that Greek mythology said only the greatest were allowed to enter. So in ECW, only the champion is allowed to shower. In the Holy Holies. He started off with, as I sit here holding the gold, I thought you're standing. And not holding anything. Yeah. Apart from a shower head. <laughs> but I can let a little bit slide because I love Shane Douglas. So Is that because there's soap? It's just, he's... <laughs> oh god, ah, he's he's cool. I mean, it's it's still a solid promo. It's an amazing promo. I have no idea why that's the point they chose. I would understand the dressing room. I could understand the middle of the ring in an empty arena. I could understand him standing outside the door of the arena, talking about how this arena is this pantheon of of greatness that that and only the, the the holiest of holies can walk in and compete here. I would understand all of that. I don't understand the shower. Well, obviously, they're, they're referencing it to, like, um, was it the Romans and yes. all that? So, it sort yes. of, that's it, Greek. So, it's sort of all there, isn't it? But it's yeah, just bizarro. Why, why the shower? I mean, if it was the Romans, you could at least turn around and say, well, it's Romans, it's the Roman baths. That's that's the logic. But that's where I was down not. with it. The Holy Holy. Yeah, I mean, and that would have been a brilliant logic that no, that's not it. That's not a thing. Yeah, he talks about um, Flair again, talk about how it's taken its toll on Flair. I'm still not sure that Flair's aware of any of this is happening. 
and um, he's at an eagle and he turns on the shower, which sort of wasn't really the most powerful shower, and he ended. No, I mean, it was... Um... Yeah, I, I mean, it, it was it was quite a good promo about and everything they were going to do and all the rest of it, and I quite liked that. And then it became a big promo on Ric Flair, yeah, which I didn't quite understand. Um, and then he declared that he was never going to speak of Flair again. And I've got the impression that maybe that's not true. It might have been a little little lie. I think it might be a slight fib. Surprise, Flair. You're not getting away that easy. Yeah, so um, then we took standard intro package. Always fun. And then we sort of go to the ring with 911 versus the returning Young Dragons. That's where we've seen them before. We have seen them before. We have seen them before. We, we wondered whether they were actually a team of, of, of note, of worthiness. Um, I don't believe they are now. Yeah, in a slightly... More competitive match, I think, last time we saw him. Not much, from what I remember, but... Enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, basically, 9 double chokes land them. Single chokes land them, double chokes land them. Came back in just to choke slam one of them. Yeah, he kept going back to Joey Styles, cutting back. Oh, he's in the ring still. Oh, he's back again. Oh, he's there. And he just kept beating He's, he's going back. To, and again, this is the thing I was complaining about last time. We, we we're meant to believe that Joey is standing somewhere in a doorway, just watching all of this as these people run in and, and do whatever they do, and it's not convincing, and that's kind of causes me issues with with it. Yeah, I mean it's it's well put together, but it's kind of obvious that it's all done later date and yeah, and. The problem is, for the rest of the show to work, it has to be. For the rest of, you know, throwing to the video packages and all the rest of it, it has to be. So why pretend? Why, why, I, I don't get the, the, just the, the, the barefaced lying of it. Yeah. Doesn't add to me. No. And then we get um, a returning. Tommy Cairo, just when you think he's he's gone, he's back again. But this time he's returned with his new manager, the Virgin Princess Angel. Uh, more importantly than the new manager who's going to lead him to, to, to victory and, and all the rest of it, the, the Virgin Princess, because that's quite the gimmick. More importantly than all of that, he's got a bandana and a backwards baseball cap. He's cool. So we know that he is looking for trouble. <laughs> this, yeah, the newly packaged Tommy Cairo. Yep, um, and I think, um, I think the gap in his teeth has got even bigger. I think yeah, it's got bigger. I'll, I'll well, it's, it. uh, it's now a whole tooth missing. I don't remember it being a tooth missing, and now it's a tooth missing. I don't remember it being a tooth missing, but he might have. Well, I'm so confused because was he a face last time we saw him? <sighs> um. A face well, he was heel. going up against the Sandman. He was mocking the Sandman, and Tommy Dreamer came to the Sandman's aid because he blinded him, and obviously he beat up Cairo only to find out that Sandman was... So maybe he was a heel, but the Sandman was a heel towards him. 
Yeah, so and this is the problem. So he was I, laughing at the guy who was healing on him, kind of. Yeah, so, I mean, he, he was mocking the Sandman, which was uncool. Yeah. And we all knew that was that was mean. Yeah. Um, and he was he was telling people that he was eating peaches. Ah, oh, I remember that. Which still was a great line, but but you know, mean because you know Sandman's got issues and he's he's there. You know, get well soon, Sandman. Um, and then it turns out Sandman, all of this was a lie to get Dreamer to beat up Cairo. Yeah, so Cairo was the victim of all of this because he's been the one that's been manipulated. So Dreamer's been manipulated to attack an innocent man who basically turned around and said, you know what, I'm not sad that the sad man's gone. I know I'm meant to be. I know I should be. But no, I'm not because he was an arsehole and beat me up and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we were friends and, you know, and, and what he did to his wife. So he was justified in his actions. Okay. And then was the victim of the, the the attack from Dreamer. Yeah, which is quite vicious. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, now he's the heel. Okay, so so the main thing we've got from this is Tommy Carr and Sandman hate each other. Yes. All right, that's it. Cool. And now they've both got women managers, none of which are Sandman's wife, Tommy Cairo's girlfriend slash... Escort at one point type, yeah. Who, um, yeah, he's never had any relation with Tommy Dreamer whatsoever. No, okay, but he's cool. teaming with Tommy Dreamer. <sighs> okay. And out of all of this, she's the one that we've established allegedly is the whore. <laughs> whore. Um, <laughs> then get to Jason promoting the hotline, the way he talked about the hotline. Um, because it's you know it's Jason with his voice and his delivery. If someone had walked in the room whilst I was watching this, they would have thought he was advertising a very different hotline. Which is that true? One ninety nine the first minute and ninety nine cents thereafter. Come and talk to my pit bulls. How'd you like my handset? But um, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm proud of that. <laughs> That's uh, good. That's good. So That's good. quickly, I think I think that one's going to get good reception. Good reception. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. This is why we need Griff. Griff, this is what happens if you're not here. He missed both of these really shit puns. He needed both of them. They're his <laughs> favourites. Um, so let me move on swiftly out of that into another Ron Simmons. Oh fuck! Now. If Ron Simmons is starting a promo with, I don't know what there's left to say, we've probably done too many Ron Simmons promos. It's just not a good way to start a five-minute promo. No. I've got... Because I feel like these were all shot one after another. Yeah. And that was a real moment of, of true emotion from him of... What the fuck is there left for me to say? It's two in the morning. I'm still talking about Shane Douglas. To the point where we've now got to the point where they're into this... They're both into this... And it annoys the fuck out of me. This grudging respect. Yeah. It's now this whole kind of, you know, you're you're, you're the man. You're the man because you've got the belt. And I know you're the man. And you really are the man. And you've done amazing things. And you are the man. But I want to be the man. So I'm going to it because I want that feeling back. And I only want to beat you because you're the best. 
No, you wanted to beat him because he was a lying little arsehole. <laughs> it then sort of... This is another one that went on for about a minute too long, in my opinion. And by a minute, you mean four promos longer than it needed to be. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I just thought they could have switched it up. Yeah. I mean, I know, obviously, they, they tried to work it all in one hit to stagger it and... I get, but it just I felt like it's almost better to have no Ron Simmons promo this week than, or even I mean, just this, him walking backstage after the match, and just I don't know whether I'm just numb to it now, but this was one of my more enjoyable of the Ron Simmons Ron Simmons uh, series of promos on the same thing, um, and I think part of that might be because it's two o'clock in the morning and he's already done 16 of these and he's just exhausted. So his energy levels are a little lower than they have been on some of the other ones where he's just kind of shouting down, down, down the, the, the camera at me about random things, most of which I don't understand and can't even work out what he's saying. But it was a little bit softer. It was a little bit more kind of paced, which I quite liked. But I do think that's exhaustion rather than a choice. And you didn't have... Scorpio ah. with the what the ah. fuck am I doing here? I've got to make something to let people know I'm here. Yeah, ah. no, I just I I mean I just want to see the match now. So I give him that. We need it. I don't know if I do. I do. I need it. I mean, but, I I think it will be a very good match because, and again, you know, clever editing and all the rest of it. The bits of the match from last week they showed. Those two looked amazing <laughs> together. So true. If I, I remember, know, but... if I remember correctly, because I, I swear I've got a DVD of this somewhere, Ron Simmons legit injures his elbow, and the match is sort of Shane Douglas versus Ron Simmons with his arm really bandaged up, only one arm because he's really legit injured. I mean, fair play for Ron Simmons if that's the, if that's no, true. I might, I, might be, remember... I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but I swear that's how I remember it. I mean, fair play to Ron Simmons if that's true, because, you know, the amount of no-shows people had on ECW pay-per-views because quote-unquote injury. So for him to actually turn up and work, well, just to turn up, to be honest, yeah. for an advertised match, it's quite impressive. This is before him, because he disappears and becomes Farouk, doesn't he, soon, I guess? He does. Farouk Assad. I remember. His little shave and everything. And it looks about yeah. 50 years older than... Younger with a mustache. Yeah. It's weird. Um, with his with his little silver hat. Oh, the hat, of course. Why is it not a um a figure of that? That should be a classic. See link. this thing that should be. I mean, you know, <sighs> not to go all major wrestling figures podcast, but you know, you you'd think that is one that's crawling out. You know, him with the 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 hat and the like blue shoulder pads and the proper the gladiator Farouk Assad. Gimme. Oh, so I remember I made a big push not too long ago about I wanted the um, Steve Carino Dusty Rhodes two pack. Yeah. Still want that. Yeah. Retweeted by Steve Carino, wasn't it? Or was that. Yeah, Steve Carino and liked by um, Mr. Hawk. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's all good. Uh, we then get another cool little segment where it's um, showing multiple clips of Sabu getting injured over the past couple of weeks. I started, yeah. I started making really good notes this week because they showed the first one um, against Cactus Jack where he did the moonsault on the barricade, broke three ribs. And I Still thought, makes me flinch. And I thought, wow, we're getting a proper rundown of every injury that happened. Yep. 
And then went on to obviously him against Benoit, where he re-injured his ribs. Yep. And he didn't learn, so he took on Benoit again, where he sort of kind of broke his neck. Yeah. Potentially. And, and this is this, where I remember the the, the the point coming out and the angles. This is, yeah, this is the famous pen where they just want to show you how he died, basically. And you're just sort of watching there thinking, this is, you can see his ribs are crushed here and his, his neck's completely compressed here. I was like, oh my God, like, good Lord. I mean, it was a very impressive um, video package of just how destroyed this man actually is in the space um, of like a month yeah this is um, including any of the the terry funk things or the public enemy tables or this is just purely you know just a couple of just like a month of injuries yeah. which is yeah, insane just, just from here on just kind of just got more and more beaten up yeah so um, we got that, and I don't truly know why we we got that, but we did. Uh, they're, they're building up this Superman-style thing for Sabu and, and Taz, this kind of over-the-top, just unstoppable thing, um, to the point where they were having to kind of retrofit the fact that Taz had superhuman strength which is why he could get out of a submission hold after being held down by two Jeez. shooters and sub submission experts who were going to snap his arms but he managed to just like you know get up and shrug him off yeah. because of his superhuman strength so it was uh yeah um weird that that you know it's it's just that they're these these kind of ridiculously broken unstoppable things yeah but enjoyable all in the same way um we then got a public enemy promo i know griff was a fan of this promo i kind of switched off if i'm honest i just i wasn't in the mood for public enemy it's 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 not in it's not their worst, which probably ranks them in his top five of Public Enemy promos. Um, it's just the same old shit. Um, there is a point of um, callback about you know, so they're they're desperately trying to get the 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 catchphrase, the the name, the psycho yuppie yuppie over because they've not used that much in in ECW. So you know. Paulie is referred to as the psycho yuppie a lot. Um, they stay away from racial slurs, which I'm really appreciative of. Yep, I thought um, uh, You know, good job for them taking the high road. Um, they kind of take a lot of the heat out of uh, Paul Heyman's, Paulie Dangerously's blistering promo last week, where he built to a, a, a crescendo of um you know and um you know we're going to beat you so bad that you're going to uh resent the 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 pimp who impregnated your mum kind of thing yeah um and they they took that and kind of went you know and he, and he, he called out our, our our daddy's a pimp <laughs> well you've got to make a living 
and that was it. And it was just kind of like, I, I, I don't know what I'm doing with that. I mean, so that's the, you've, you've just chosen that's not going to be an insult, and, and therefore I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, it was it was not a bad promo by Public Enemy standards. Okay, that's nice. Part of that's because they did something more than just repeat or paraphrase uh, rap lyrics. Mm. Yeah, no, I Which just I just sort of switched than... off. I was just expecting all that, so I just thought I, I can't. And this, yeah, I, I can't say that you've got to go back and watch it because you've missed something huge because you haven't. And and there's not anything here that's important, moved the story on, or anything like that. that that's not anything what it is. It's a more coherent version of what you've heard for the last however many weeks. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, which is fine. Yeah. And as I said, they didn't they didn't feel the need to just quote rap lyrics to try and give it some sort of credibility. Let's go on to Paulie Dangerously's promo. Yeah, Paulie Dangerously promo. Which, considering this was what twenty five years ago, yeah, is still an extremely relevant promo. Yeah, I mean, weird in in his he's got this real thing about trying to tie in current events at the time. Yeah. Um. So there's a a, a Lorena Bobbitt reference in there about her being found not guilty um because there's no evidence trust me if my wife did that to me there'd be evidence it's just um trying to get over extreme hardcore edgy isn't it it's all part of and and you know living living in the real world compared (laughs) to the the cartoon pocket universe that wwe has been and still is to some degree Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I get it, and it's, it, but it, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it, it wasn't a bad promo. I, I, again, you know, linking it to what I was saying there, could have done without him, you know, rolling off the the, the dollar bills and saying cash rules everything around you because I don't know what your point is. If if that's true, if that's what you believe, then why beat them up? Why not just pay them to go away? It's gone from me thinking. God, the public enemy must fucking love this song too. Ah, oh, Paulie loves this song. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just everything suddenly clicked in like a a second. I was like, oh, he loves the song. Okay, that's cool. But yeah, no, it was, it was, it was a cool it's promo. Cool. It's a standard kind of good emotion um, sort of promo, really. Yeah, I I don't know if it does anything on all of these, you know, if the, if the goal on these is to try and get the last few people who haven't bought tickets, I was going to say ordered the pay-per-view, but that's not the market they're aiming for, who haven't bought the tickets, who aren't going to plan to come down to watch holiday hell in the ECW arena. I don't know if any of these are moving the needle. I don't know if there's anything in these that's enough or big or, or that extra gear that would, you know, push them over and kind of go, damn it, you know, he's, he's talked me into the building. Um, but it's fine. It's, you know, it was good enough. You know, it wasn't the highlight of the show, though. It wasn't the highlight, but the highlight is about to begin. Segway, you see. Yeah, that's no, very good. Um, 
Cactus Jack and Mikey Whitford is out the back talking about obviously Kevin Sullivan. Mikey. Well, before then, we get shown that there's a match occurring with huge consequences. So it's it's Tommy Dreamer with Peaches. Yep. In a mixed gender tag match versus Tommy Caro and the Virgin Princess Angel. Thrown straight into a match. Yeah, Virgin Princess is a lot to layer. Hmm. Virgin Princess Angel. VP. It feels like kind of a, a random name generator more than... The VP. VPA. Oh. Touche. VP Angel. V Princess Angel. Um... Yeah, it's it, there's a lot, and I don't, you know, there's there's no kind of context as to why she's a virgin or a princess or why any of that's important. Bearing in mind the last time we saw Angel on TV, she was telling Paul Heyman that his dick was too small that she couldn't even feel it, <laughs> and he was explaining that. Her vagina was so wide that, you know, it was like fucking the Grand, Can- the Grand Canyon. So, to then be reintroduced as the Virgin with no real kind of conversation. It's amazing how much of this is still in my brain. I, uh, it's probably not healthy. Um, I was going to say, I was really impressed you remember that promo so vividly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's obviously stayed with me. Um but yeah, so this was the match, and and the winner of this, the, the 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 team that got the win, the male part of that team would go on to face the Sandman at Holiday Hell, which obviously is something that they both want because what we know about both Tommy Dreamer and Tommy Cairo is that they both loathe, detest, and hate the Sandman, so they both want this action. And we're going to try and come back to that match and stay with that match. Uh, but we're not. Because we're going to cut straight to a promo. Which, as much as I'm enjoying the match, I'm happy that they cut to the promo. You weren't enjoying the match. There was barely 30 seconds of it. There was not anything there to enjoy. Oh, wow. There was probably, all in, bearing in mind the <laughs> matches on this pay-per-view, were new matches, were 9-1-1 and this mixed tag. We'd be lucky if there's two and a half minutes worth of, of wrestling. I know, but we just watched about 40 minutes worth of promos. Yeah. So I thought the idea about of... wrestling that happened a month ago. So I thought the idea of getting any sort of match, I was just like, oh, sweet, we've got a match. Because this hasn't had any matches on. No. no you can't, well, I don't count 911. That, ha- that was a choke slam. Repeated I had a I had a similar thought, apart from the fact it was then followed up by... Oh fuck! The only match I'm going to have is Peaches versus the Virgin <laughs> Princess Angel. <laughs> so true. Um, oh, Into the back with with Cactus. Mikey and Cactus, which is one of my favourite promos of the show. Yes, and I got obviously before explaining everything that happened, I got ridiculously excited about the potential of a match 
which I could have watched at any time, but happened 25 years ago. But I suddenly yeah. thought, oh my God, I need to see Cactus Jack versus the Sandman more than anything. Yeah. And it's so bizarro, but I am so psyched for this match. But what I loved was the logic that brings Cactus Jack into the Sandman's sphere. Yeah. So Cactus Jack and Mikey are talking. Mikey's annoyed that Kevin Sullivan did everything that we knew Kevin Sullivan was going to do and betrayed and beat up Cactus Jack. Yeah. So he's off to, to Todd Gordon to, to complain about it and try and get a match. Cactus cuts this amazing promo that says, um, I don't hate you because of what you did there. I don't hate you because you, you, you turned on me. I hate you because... Oh, I, I don't even hate you the fact that you kicked me out of, EC, of uh, WCW, WCW. Yeah. which is what happened. Um, I hate the fact that the day after you kick me out, you go after Hulk Hogan. And if you told me that, I would have stayed and I would have helped. I hate the fact that the day after you kick me out, you turn, your, you turn on your doofus brother. And if you had told me this was going on, I would have been there, I would have helped, and we would be having barbecues at mine, and my kids would be calling you Uncle Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Um, but you didn't, and I hate you for it, and blah, blah, blah. At which point, woman comes out and says, how very dare you talk about my husband that way? Yeah. Which makes sense, because they've established that that's husband and wife yep and there's the business relationship with the sandman but actually she's married to kevin sullivan yep and sandman's getting up in in woman's face so what happens he gets beaten over the head with a cane obviously yep and we're off to the races it's just just tremendous it really is i mean in in this sort of you know can translate to like modern wrestling like how in a, a three minute segment done correctly you can straight away do something that you think wow i want to see that yeah that's that's you know doing the fourth wall that's making it relevant that's not insulting it's just a powerful segment that just works yeah super easily based in reality you know the, the just a continuation of the storyline that you've already been telling. Yeah. I have an issue with you. You have an issue with so-and-so. Therefore, I now have an issue. Exactly. My hired gun is going to take you out. Because, because you're inside you're my power. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely tremendous. Um, which then takes us to the match I was anticipating. Uh, Come on. Give us your five-star review. <sighs> So it's what, Sandman versus Tommy Dreamer. Um, so Sandman runs out and beats up them both. Yeah. Tommy Cairo and Sandman then attack Dreamer. Yeah. Um, and Cactus... Comes to make the save. Yeah, and he basically gets caned in the head. Yeah. And busts open pretty savagely. Yeah, a lot of blood. Yep, and then... I mean, this is again how like times changed. It's what we said before about these sort of matches. He took a lot of 
cane shots to the head. Yes. To the point where it felt a little bit uneasy. Yes. So I um uh, my my wife was was in the room when I was watching this and she doesn't usually pay attention to this but one of the first things when I I started dating my wife however many years ago one of the first things talking about you know me being interested in wrestling and things like that one of the th- first things I showed her was the Beyond the Mat documentary which obviously has got Mick Foley throughout. Yeah. And it was that realization that, you know, the fake part of wrestling is who wins, who loses. The real part of wrestling is them beating the shit out of each other, especially in like Attitude Era WWF. Um, and the blood, the blood, the blood being real for whatever reason really kind of stayed with her. Um, and so one of the first wrestlers that she really kind of recognized and knew was Mick Foley. Yeah. And Mick Foley, who'd just done the cell and had just done the halftime heat show and had just done the I quit match with the rock and the, the chair shots and the chair shots and the chair shots. Um, so uh, hearing the Cactus Jack version of Mick Foley um, grabbed her attention. And uh, she she kind of sat there going, oh, I thought I recognized him. Um he speaks a lot slower now. You could see these things kind of worked through. Because mm. it is. You, you can see kind of the the movement. Yeah, I mean, during it, he had a great bit where he was sort of laying on the floor squealing. I thought it was um, kind of eerily great. Yeah. It was, it was kind of haunting, but amazing, all in the one. Yeah. And finally, again, you know, watching it with the benefit of, of knowing what happens, um, very um, mankind. Yeah, I thought that. More than, more than Jack, more uh, very mankind. Yeah, it was a, the, the tortured soul kind of thing, and that was um, really good. So it then took us out the back with Cactus Jack and Tommy Dreamer doing a promo. Cactus Jack's got his head bandaged up. The bandage is basically completely stained red from the blood um i didn't make notes from this just purely because you were in it i was in it yeah i I just i I couldn't necessarily tell you what he was saying i just really really enjoyed it and like i said before it basically took five minutes for him to cut a promo for me to sit there and think wow sandman versus cactus is everything i i need it so in essence it was jack thanking the sandman um for giving him a reason to get involved and a reason to to have this fight and a reason to 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 come to tommy's aid because he saw tommy getting beaten up and taking beatings that you know even more than he's ever taken which is an amazing endorsement of you know they're still desperately trying to get this pretty boy image away from him yeah um uh, so you know this this logic of um, he he did this and he had these beatings and he took them all and even worse than I have taken um, was quite amazing. But basically, he was thanking them for getting involved because um, now it means he can get involved and he can have that fight and he's not going to um, 
he's not going to wash the blood off his head and he's not going to change the bandage because he wants that with him to remind him of every single swing of those canes and to drive him on for the fight. Which... Bang, uh, bang. <clears throat> which I believe him. I do. <laughs> I really do. And that takes us to the end of the show. Um, I'd say slow start, fantastic ending, though. I I think there were some really good promos in here. I mean, which could have been amazing promos with a little bit of direction or editing. Yeah, I think considering it was an an eighty five percent promo based show. Yeah, it was um it was enjoyable. Um, I think I thought the Shane Douglas promo was very very good, albeit about the wrong person at points. Yeah, at a lot of the point, and in the wrong location. You know, when your when your dramatic finish to the promo is him turning the shower on, I'm not sure. Um, uh, I think the um, Virgin Princess Angel promo from Tommy Cairo was not needed. Yeah, I think you could have done that in different ways. I don't think they needed a microphone. Um, uh, I think that the Ron Simmons, I, I do believe that the Ron Simmons program promo was one of his best, just based on the fact that he was so done with it at this point that it was a far kind of calmer delivery than, than some of the others. Um, Public Enemy promo uh, didn't want make me want to throw something at the TV, which, you know, I said puts it in kind of their top 5%. Um, Paulie Dangerously is always good I don't think he was anything special in this one but he's always good um, and then we had the, the the Cactus Jack Woman Sandman Cactus Jack Tommy Dreamer stuff which I thought was fantastic and like you has me excited for a match that I could have watched at any point over the last 25 years yeah no um, phenomenal enjoyable episode and looking forward We've got a couple of weeks until the end of the year. We will be doing a year in review. So we're going to work out a few categories that we will work through. Probably do things like rest of the year and all that sort of jazz. But, um, moment of the year would be good. Yeah, moment of the year. We'll work them all out. We'll discuss and we'll probably um, announce them next week and then obviously discuss them the week after that. Until then, make sure you go and Check out ECW on the WWE Network. Join in the conversation over at underscore Sports Arena on Instagram and Twitter. Please like, subscribe, comment on the shows. It's much appreciated. Share as well. We always like to hear and talk wrestling. Um, if you fancy buying a t-shirt, go over to zazzle.co.uk or .com. Search Sports Arena. No pressure, but if you fancy it, they're there. And um, apart from that, I think we're good to go, aren't we? We are. We have no song this week because, you know, that's Griff's thing and, you know, that's that's his gimmick, brother. So, um... <laughs> Stay strong. Uh, you know, yeah. So, so Griff, we miss you even if it's just to, to tell us a song in, in spoken word format. Tell me a lie. One day, one day he's going to have that one. Spoilers, people, but one day that one's coming. 
Oh, you can do it every week and people will be satisfied. I believe so. Oh, until then, see you next week. Bye. Bye.